0: You have the lower voice, which obviously means you're better for scary stories, so you you take the the helm on this intro.
1: Okay. Also, welcome everyone to <laughs> boxed Out Tribe. Uh probably didn't uh, you know uh introduce ourselves and, and say anything, but um Yep, this is the podcast that we started and are continuing after like God wouldn't we, we recorded and then it was chaos that whole weekend because you're like, I can't smell anything. I've got COVID. It's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then you were banned from our home for a while or something. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So this is a podcast that we've started. Um, I am Isaac. This is me. Hello. I am joined with The Bean. Benathan Boy over there. We usually have a third f <laughs> with us, but uh, he is um, working right now, and he's... What a degenerate. Not, I don't know. Kristen doesn't seem as avid about this project as we are. Yeah. So, um, anyway, yeah, but... Um, it
0: is, I mean, to be fair, though, spending, like, an hour and a day just talking for, like, recording and having that kind of energy to keep up all the time is pretty exhausting.
1: Well, that that's... It's the... It, like i don't know it it's for one hour a day like kristen does that with you for seven hours playing games and all this shit like i get i get the thing where you know uh it might be like hard to come up with talk books or stuff but it's like that's why it works pretty well with multiple people is that you just bounce ideas off each other you joke around you can just talk with all this shit. Mm-hmm. And I think it like if we could get Grant on too, that'd be awesome. Oh, because the yeah. thing is, like Grant and Christian gel really well. Mm-hmm. Like super, super well. So they can always bounce stupid ideas off of each other out of fucking nowhere. It's ridiculous. Um,
0: the amount of bits that would come out of that podcast that we do with
1: Grant. Oh my god, we would have thousands upon thousands mm-hmm. in just like an hour's worth yeah. of time. Um, uh, but so what we're starting with uh scary stories mm-hmm. uh, or ghost stories or something
0: yeah Ugh, that was the main theme of this podcast we we're planning on doing horror stories scary stories supernatural not supernatural mm. pretty much whatever and yeah Zach has way way more than i do so i'm gonna let him get started
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm gonna try and think of all the stories i can um uh, with weird little sightings and things that I've seen. Um, where to start? So for, okay, well, I'll start with one. I'm probably I might butcher it a little bit, but um, uh, so it was back in high school, and our fr- our friend Jared, um, he his mom worked. At a post office, I think in uh, uh, the town where your aunt and cousin live, <laughs> south of us. <laughs> I think you know it starts with an M. <laughs> I think you know Very where it's good. at. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't want to give like actual locations. Uh, yeah. But you get you get where it's at. Mm. So I think she worked at a post office there, or something, or some like. Uh, uh, admissions place or some shit. I don't know. But anyway, he said that there was, like, something haunted there or some little thing. So a group of our friends, uh, Christian included, and some other friends of ours, we went to this place. And we went down into the cellar. And um uh, we, like, to get down in there, you had to open this, like, big metal door. And it's, like, soup. it's pretty heavy. Like, you had to really cool on it you know to uh to um to open it yeah and again it's been a long time and i'm probably getting like details wrong Mm -hmm. but so we were like exploring down in the basement and we were just kind of looking around there's nothing but like old paperwork and all this shit and maybe pipes or something but uh i'm pretty sure the door was open And when we eventually went back upstairs, the door was closed. And uh, either that or like it was, we left it, we locked it on our way in and then it was unlocked when we got back or something. Mm -hmm. There was something about the door that like something happened to it that we did not do to it. Mm -hmm. So we, 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 go back up the stairs and we went to our friend's mom and we were talking to her he's like hey did you shut the door or something she's like no i've been sitting here at this computer like all night and like the door's like the same the whole time Mm -hmm. there was like no noise or anything um another thing about that place was that i remember um I, I was like in the back of the group coming back up the stairs and I heard behind me um like I think I heard like laughter or something. I don't know, it was like a woman's voice like uh laughing or something. And I know I heard some type of voice. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's kinda weird, but uh uh yeah, so that's like all I remember to that place. I know there's definitely probably more to that story, and again, Christian could probably explain more to what happened. Mm-hmm. But from what from my memory, that's all I've got for that one. Um, oh, God. So, let's see other ones that I have. Um, so my family and I, Christian included, we went to California my sophomore year of high school. Mm-hmm. That was sophomore year that would have been uh
0: that long ago jesus christ yeah
1: it it would have been 2011 because it was in the fall we went in october sophomore year Mm -hmm. and i would have been yeah yeah it it would have been 2011 because i graduated 2014 Mm -hmm. um anyway so so we went to we were going to california and it was the first time i'd ever gone on a plane before and I was, like, excited and nervous and thinking about all these things and, like, a, something I've never experienced before, going 30,000, 50,000 feet up in the sky and flying in a giant metal tube. You know? <laughs> <laughs> giant so, can of sardines in the sky.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, so I remember I because you can always see planes in the sky and you can always tell it's a plane because it has little uh, green and red blinking lights, you know, mm-hmm. to, like, signal other people like hey i'm in the fucking sky yeah. you know that kind of shit um so i remember i was looking at this plane and i was just following it with my eyes up into the sky and then eventually my when i was following it my eyes caught onto another little red dot is this super teeny tiny red dot in the sky mm-hmm. But it was moving also, but it was, like, moving up. It was moving up into the sky, moving up into the sky. And I, like, didn't blink at all. I was looking, I was looking, I was looking. And then it was gone, like, in a snap. It was just completely disappeared out of nowhere. Hmm. And it was super weird. Like, like I, like, I was thinking maybe it was a star or something. But this thing was moving up. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it kept moving and moving. Um, So... That was really interesting. Uh, I, I've always I've always thought about it.
0: Um, what what, what the, I, I'm actually kind of curious. Like, what is what was that?
1: I, I don't know. Like, I was uh, the only thing I, I, I don't know. Here's the thing. I believe in uh, extraterrestrial life. Mm-hmm. Like, there is no way with how vast our universe is and how much we've discovered that we're the only life on in the universe at all. Like the Milky way is like this compared to all the other galaxies in the universe Mm -hmm. and, and, uh, everything. So it's like, there's no way in anything that we are the only ones. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So I saw that and that was weird. Um, and, uh, so, yeah, that, that's the only, like, alien one I've ever had, though. Everything else is, like, ghost sightings and paranormal weird shit. Mm-hmm. Um, So, another one, I remember, I don't know, I'm i sure I've ter- told you this one before, but it was when, this was a long time ago, I was at your house, and Christian and I went to the kitchen, and he was making food or something, and we were just talking. Mm-hmm. And you know your your um, your washing and drying closet, yeah, where that's at located. Mm-hmm. So Christian's back was to that, and I was facing him, and we were in the kitchen, like right next to the the kitchen table, and I was talking to him, and like we were just making jokes or telling a story or something, or whatever. But I was looking at him, and then my eyes like shifted past him and went uh, back to that that area. Mm-hmm. And for a, for a little bit, I, for a split second, I saw, like, the silhouette of a of a person sat, standing there. It was, like, a black figure. Mm-hmm. But the thing was, like, its left arm was through the wall. Like, everything was present, like, legs, torso, right arm, and head was there. But the left arm was completely, like, gone. And it was gone in a second. So, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's where <laughs> See, I am
0: right now. <laughs> <laughs> in my house. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, yeah, alright. That makes me feel good. Um,
1: yeah, so no, you're not there. You're in your room, right?
0: Yeah, but I mean it's not that far away.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is just right there. Um anyway, yeah, so I saw that. Um there was one time that I uh I was walking my dogs and I was walking them like on the left side of my house and next to our, our front porch, my mom, it, it was around the holidays. It had to have been because my mom had a little flag next to it and it had like a little snowman on the flag and it was like waving in. it was, like a windy fall day or something. And, um, uh, I remember I was, I was walking my dogs and I turned the corner of uh, the house to get to the front yard and uh, I looked at, at the front porch and for a split second, I saw a little girl in like a red sundress and a red hat with like strawberry blonde hair oh my God. just sitting on the porch for like a second and then she was gone in the blink of an eye and um yeah so that was really weird uh that's straight up
0: horror movie stuff right there
1: (laughs) (laughs) well that's you know it's i don't know like so i think when i was younger i believed in all this shit and now like i'm not really sure i'm on the fence on this stuff it's like i don't know what's real or not who knows Mm -hmm. but the thing is like you know our moms are very like spiritual people so like oh it was an angel or oh it was a what did you feel when you saw it (laughs) it's like i don't fucking know it's a thing is there yeah yeah pretty much uh so yeah so i saw that um it was uh yeah, what else? Oh yeah. Another time when I was walking my dogs, it was right after, uh, I think we watched the first Conjuring movie, you know, that piece of shit, but it was like good back when I was 14 or whatever. <laughs> Such sight. <depressing> uh, <laughs> <laughs> we were watching the first Conjuring and, um, you know how they have the clapping game, mm-hmm. right? At, for like that retarded hide and seek <laughs> in a house filled with multiple stairs that you can just fall down <laughs> if you're you like one misstep and you have a broken neck pretty much. It's fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that whole scene happened, you know, where they're like the clapping game and all this shit. And uh, after that, I had to go walk my dogs. So I was outside and I was walking the dogs and our neighbor there was some neighbor across the way, like in a corner house or something that had the, the, like almost the exact same clap, like the, you know, that double clap Mm -hmm. kind of thing. And like, in my mind, it, all our neighbors pretty much have dogs. Like most, at least then most of them did. So I was like, okay, they're just signaling their dog or, or, you know, something like that. Yeah. But then another thing I thought of was like, Usually when you're signaling a dog to come to you, even with with sound motions, like a hand clap or something, you're probably calling it like, Oh, come here, Sparky. Oh, Sparky, good boy, come on or something, yeah. you know? You're probably calling its name to signal it also. But these are just claps. Like and again, it was like spot on to what uh, uh, the movie had. So that was like really that, weird. That, that's and another coincidental. Thing, like they, they're
0: usually not like sectioned out claps either they're usually like hey come on come on yeah
1: pretty right. much like especially if they're really trying to get in the house as cold as like more frantic or whatever you know mm-hmm. um but yeah it was like to a t that that uh thing um oh what else is there i know that there's more stuff
0: well speaking of dogs um, i have my first actually you know to be honest i've only had like two real horror spooky supernatural stories that i can't explain ever oh really yeah and one of them was actually at your house a long time ago i don't Hmm. remember how old i was i think i was it was right after the uh the palms died the pomeranians died Hmm. and we i was over there and uh you know how in pictures that you guys took of uh one of them their eyes were always like glowing uh red or whatever well somehow i was just standing next to like all of where we keep the sodas outside and i'm looking on this like little side area that we walk to to get to the back area i don't know how else to describe it um Mm -hmm. and i look over there and i just see a pomeranian standing there with glowing eyes not even not even (laughs) like i did no idea (laughs)
1: It was probably the ghost of Eminem. <laughs> it had to have been, because he's, like, the only motherfucker that, that had red eyes. Yeah, so I just remember Cause...
0: seeing that and being like, Dad, there's a dog over here. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, then, man. And then I, I looked up, I looked back, and it was just gone. And, I, like, at the time, I was just like, oh, it's whatever. It's just a dog. Now I'm thinking about it. There were no other Pomeranians that looked exactly like that that yeah. were in that neighborhood. So... Huh. Still don't know how to explain that at all. Interesting. Yeah.
1: Um, What was the other one?
0: Mm. So this was back in... I think it was like fifth grade, fourth grade. I was in the library. And I was... I was all alone. There were like two other kids in there. And they were like the library helpers that were like helping put books away. And I was searching for the next series that I wanted to look at. I was all alone in this little aisle and I just felt a hand on my shoulder, just like, oh, whoa, just straight up hand. And I was like, immediately I was like, okay, maybe it's one of my friends look over. There's no one, there's no one running away from me or anything to hide. It's just hand on my shoulder, look over, gone, nothing there. <laughs> and I never wow. went into the library alone after that. Cause that freaked me out. Like I just, <laughs> I, I just, <laughs> I broke my water bottle. <laughs> nice. Um, but I would always just have to be with someone else in that library because it was just so creepy. And it's happened again, I think. Uh, but it could have been, like, one of my friends trying to play a trick on me the second time. But it definitely, first time, was just like, okay, there's something on my shoulder. And <laughs> oh, shit. So, ugh. Huh. Damn. But, yeah. That's creepy. That's all my ghost stories. The other stories I, I have y- are just real stories. You know,
1: uh, yeah, all, all my ghost things are, like things i've seen and, and shit like I, i've wanted i, I want to feel like getting like grabbed or something that's why i want to go somewhere i want to go to like an actual haunted area yeah. um and like maybe experience something because i think it would be really fun and like mm-hmm. an actual cool experience um
0: yeah it's like because that's another thing it's always it's like a hit or miss if you go to an actual haunted house because mm. there's i mean it it's just like a fifty fifty shot. You could either go and have the most terrifying experiences ever, or nothing will happen. And it's like just it's not. It, I don't know. Is it really worth like going for the maybe nothing will happen? Or yeah, that's why I don't really. I mean, another reason is because I'm a I'm a pussy. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I
1: I think it's really really cool to actually like go to a like legit haunted house and maybe see if anything happens mm-hmm. um, uh, I know they have uh, I know they have one clo- well they have a lot of places mm-hmm. here like they have like sanitariums and uh, uh, some haunted houses in fact uh, I think that close by is a pretty famous one oh, really? um, was I think, uh, whispers. Oh yeah. Uh, whispers estate. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's a pretty famous one, I, which I've, that's the one that I wanted to go to. Mm. I've never really looked up like tours or anything. And I mean, we never did back then. And now with COVID, like <laughs> we definitely don't want to now. Yeah. Uh, but I think that would be really cool to actually go to like a legitimate quote unquote, um, uh, haunted house or something. You just, um, you
0: just go into the, the haunted house and you just hear coughing and leave immediately <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, oh fuck Covid's scarier than this shit uh, uh, do you have
0: any other like actual ghost stories or
1: that's yeah i'm trying to think um i'm sure i have some more because i have like actual
0: um, <laughs> like terrifying experience like creepy encounters um but I've never had in any other like ghost stories. So I was wondering if you had anything else before I changed to like the next topic.
1: Um, off the top of my head. No, I like, I'm sure there's something that happened a while ago or like there's another story deep in there somewhere, mm-hmm. but those are the other ones that, that really come to mind. Um, But, uh, I remember, cause I, you know, cause I'm, I'm like telling this, I'm trying to remember what I told on like my individual podcast that I I recorded on my own. Mm -hmm. Cause this is the same topic and I'm trying to think of like anything else that I had. I feel like I've hit like the same points. Um, but, um, (laughs) so I know, I know we watched the, Something I was talking about on the other one. Um, I know that we watched The Conjuring. <laughs> and mm-hmm. It was so, it, it's pretty terrible. Like, not gonna lie, it's a pretty, it's a pretty awful series. At least mm-hmm. at least the first one's terrible, and I'm sure all the eight or nine spinoffs they have are fucking garbage. Also, mm-hmm. um, but to its credit. Something, it, it, like it didn't really show in the first one, like at all, but something they started doing, I think, it, I don't remember if it started in the second one or in Annabelle, but they started putting like, like secret ghosts around, oh. in a
0: sense. So like so, Easter eggs, kind of?
1: well well, in a way so those that series that whole series they have a lot of like one continuous shot kind of motions so the the one scene that always like that i can remember vividly in that movie is there's a scene it 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 takes place in like in like three different sections four different sections of the house Ooh, fuck me! Uh, the bottom <laughs> on the bottom floor, mm-hmm. and it's this woman. She it, the whole thing is like she's this pregnant lady, I think. You cursed me. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's this. I think she's pregnant, or maybe she's just like a housewife alone. I can't remember what the premise is, and I honestly don't remember which one it comes from. Mm-hmm. But so there's a there's a part. Where this woman is doing, she's doing like, like I said, like daily chores and stuff. She's just doing like laundry or something. Mm-hmm. And so she's carrying this basket of laundry and she's going from room to room. But as she moves from room to room and she enters each room, there there's a camera that's just following her the whole time. And it's like, like I said, one continuous shot in like a whole circle. Mm -hmm. So she's moving from room to room and she like starts off in the living room and she's like folding towels or something that she takes the basket and she goes into like this other section of the room and, and she's like picking up things or whatever. And then she goes off into the side and she goes into this laundry room. And before she enters the laundry room in the living room, there's like this rocking chair. And if you look back, like it's kind of, like, out of focus, but if you look back past where she's standing mm-hmm. and she's, like, moving, you can see a woman sitting in the rocking chair, and it's just, like, kind of going back and forth, huh. like someone's rocking in it. And then when she enters the uh, the laundry room, she's still carrying this basket, and she's, like, looking down, and she's she's fixing up some stuff and there's this little boy that's standing on the left side in the corner and he's just standing there like a statue but he's facing the wall and he's just standing there like uh-huh. he's a ghost but he's yeah he's just he's not moving at all and then she like just keeps going and she keeps going and walking and I think there's a part you can where like the woman passes uh, um, she she like comes up from the other way after getting up from the seat and passes behind and then she turns the corner again back to the where where she started in that same area with the seat and the woman's gone. But like the chair is like slightly moving or something like someone just got out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like there's a jump scare thing where she like yells at her and the woman slaps her or some shit. I don't know. But anyway, so like that's that thing. I'll give it credit because that's a cool shot. Like mm-hmm. and that, that was one thing. That was one thing that we as my friends and I kept watching these movies that we kept noticing mm-hmm. was that there were these like little secret uh scenes and stuff that you kind of had to look out for. It's like, oh, there's a ghost in that corner, or oh, there's someone walking along the corridor in that scene or like you know just like you're watching the movie, but you're trying to pay attention to all these little um background areas yeah I, uh and it's just really cool,
0: I really like. Uh, like especially in like horror movies and horror games where it's not like all in your face kind of horror there's like some like subliminal or like hidden horror sequences like yeah and um am not saying it's the best movie have ever seen but in the halloween 2018 uh oh yeah reboot, mm-hmm. that had a really it was actually pretty creepy so there's a scene like i guess spoilers whatever um so it's like uh, the camera is looking through this uh, drying rack for, like, laundry. And it's, like, mm. looking into a window. And you can hear people talking on the inside of the uh, the house. And very subliminally and, fa- like, very subtly, you can hear breathing through uh, Michael's mask. So it's, like, oh. just, like, you can hear, like, a little bit of, like, nose breathing in and out. And that mm. part was just, like oh oh i don't like that like it just kind of triggered that d- no <laughs> response because it like <laughs> it's kind of like the same thing with like asmr where it's like it's very close to your ears and just oh, like yeah ugh. but so yeah i, I really like i'm not saying that movie was great but i did like that part. <laughs> so
1: yeah i still haven't i haven't no i'm didn't you show us a one part, there was a part with a, in a bathroom stall or something yeah, yeah. that you showed us. Um, which I still haven't seen that movie like fully. And I've really, I've never really seen any of the Halloweens to be honest. They're but... not good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they would be. Especially for like the only like like actual good horror movie. Have you ever watched The Thing? That John Carpenter's uh, uh, 1980 the, something?
0: I saw The Kill Count
1: of it oh okay yeah Yeah, that movie is super good like it's super cool and the effects that they use for it like it's all it's all body horror Mm -hmm. um so yeah it's like you know annihilation um like you know, when that guy is like completely split up the wall in the uh, the the swimming pool, mm-hmm. and like all the all that shit that happens, it's all body horror shit. And I like I love that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. It's just really creative what people can do. Yeah,
0: like cool creature design. Like, yeah, we went off on a whole tangent, which I guess is what's good about podcasts—just stuff happening.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But <laughs> um,
0: my favorite thing that I always look for in a game, no matter how bad or how good the game is is cool monster design like that just mm. ugh, it makes me feel it inspires me so much to make cooler things like resident evil 7 i mean i'm addicted to resident evil so of course i'm gonna bring that up but like the mm. molded is like it, it's so different from resident evil but also screams this is a resident evil game in a weird yeah. way yeah it's like it kind of reminds me of like an uroboros <laughs> kind of thing but like good yeah i was
1: i was thinking of like uh i think yeah i guess it would be more uh, it would be closer to Ouroboros, so i was also thinking of like resident evil forward generators like if they're going to bring those back or how they're going to tie in um any of that but um yeah the molded were pretty cool too uh i just I, i don't know resident evil 7 i only saw actually played through like one time mm-hmm. and I don't remember like everything that happens. So yeah. And then um.
0: I just, I just beat Resident Evil three, the remake, um, mm. which I beat the whole thing yesterday. It was a very short game, but it was worth. Like I stayed up until like five, four in the morning, just trying to beat the game. But, Oh wow. Like, you know, Nemesis, right? The big uh. mouth dude. Well, spoilers game did come out a year ago. Uh, at some point, Nemesis is just on fire and, uh, he's like covered in fire and then he jumps into like a pool of water um Mm -hmm. or like a huge river in the middle of raccoon city and jill is just walking on the bridge and all of a sudden you just hear like a huge splash of water and nemesis burt comes out of the water in this huge like beast like form and he's like he's like he still has his like weird mouth and everything but now he looks more like a he looks kind of like a reptile and he's just a huge thing that runs around and scratches at you and that was just oh it was so, it was probably my favorite Resident Evil boss, um, huh. and then he has a third form where he's just this big pile of goop with a head and a heart and just has a bunch of arms oh. sticking out of him. The fuck <laughs> I know. And that fight was super cool. I, I love I I live for cool character design and monster design like that. Like that was hmm. that was my jam. So
1: yeah, I only saw I saw Kristen play for like ten minutes or five minutes or something and he showed me Nemesis for like a small bit, but it was when he still had you know all his stuff and he wasn't like he didn't transform into anything yet. Mm -hmm. Um
0: It was also it's also weird because you know you take after playing Resident Evil three, I was reminded what a good Resident Evil game is. (laughs) Like (laughs) I'm not I still kinda stand by my opinion that Resident Evil six isn't bad. But also it's way worse now that I have the perspective of what a good Resident Evil game is. Like,
1: oh yeah, Resident Evil Six is pretty fucking terrible. Yeah. Um, even when it came out, like playing Leon's campaign and stuff is like, this is pretty shitty. Yeah. Uh, but uh, what did Christian think of Resident Evil Three? I don't remember. He did he? he I know he, it's like really short, but
0: he liked it. Uh, he thought that Nemesis was really annoying, which, eh, yeah. I think, honestly, Mr. X, tyrant from Resident Evil 2, is way more annoying than Nemesis is, because oh, really? Nemesis doesn't really show up in, like, non-scripted ways in Resident Evil 3. The way he shows up is almost always scripted, um, and but Mr. X, he just kind of wanders the police station, and he's just there, and that's more hmm. frustrating if you're trying to do something like a puzzle, and there's just big man behind you wearing a trench coat. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, so he liked it, uh, and he just thought Nemesis was kind of annoying. But mm. uh, Anyway, like I was saying, like with Resident Evil 6, the Chris's and uh, Jake's main villain, or main monster, is something called the Joavo. And it's just like these bioweapons that have guns. And that's not very Resident Evil at all. <laughs>
1: Like, yeah, it's. A, a th- again, five and six are action games. Mm-hmm. Like, even though Leon's campaign has zombies, like, it's still an action game. And it's the only campaign that does have zombies, I'm pretty sure. That I can remember, at least. Yeah, Ada's has
0: uh, a mix of both, but it's mostly the Joavo, <laughs> not zombies.
1: Yeah, I forgot that Ada even has a, her own separate uh, thing. Mm-hmm. But, uh,. Uh, I <laughs> like I'm I'm glad I still never played personally Resident Evil 7 myself. Um but I am really glad for a revamp and reimagining or just a re re constructing form. of uh yeah of going back to actual like oh this is a horror game and like puzzles and and um backtracking and like all that stuff like all the stuff you'd love from the original ones, but better. Yeah. Uh, And I'm really excited for Resident Evil 8. Like, Mm -hmm. it looks so cool. And even just that little teaser that we had uh, over uh, fall or winter or something. Yeah. It's nice playing that just like to get a little tiny feel for, it's like, oh, okay, cool. Like it didn't really, it was super short, like way shorter than the demo should be. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm wondering if they'll like put out another demo on another thing that maybe isn't like connected in a way, Uh, even though it shows off some of the characters, but like not connected. But it still shows off like the the uh, power of what the PS Five can do and stuff, and like cool little things. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Yeah, I can't wait for. Is it May something? May I 8th? Is I it think. 8th? I think it's okay, 8th. yeah. Um, That'd probably... May 8th for Resident Evil 8, probably. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh,
0: well, what was I going to say? There was something I was going to say and I forgot. Oh, so... um, The thing with, like... If you compare Resident Evil 6 and Resident Evil 3 where the monsters all wield guns for some reason in resident evil 6 (laughs) and then resident evil 3 nemesis he has a flamethrower he has a rocket launcher he uses all that stuff but he is still terrifying and he's not just like a just he actually you feel powerless against nemesis like there's nothing you can do against him when
1: yeah it and he he shows up more frequently than tyrant right
0: yeah, I would say so. He sh- shows up sooner than Tyrant does. Huh. Um, because and... he's more of like, a like I said, he's more of like a scripted character. Actually, Nemesis shows up at the beginning of the game. Because you're just like, you're sitting oh. in your apartment as Jill. And then you uh. get a phone call from one of your star's friends. And he's like, Jill, get out of there now. And Jill goes, okay, wait a second, let me get my gun. And then the wall breaks open and Nemesis just throws you against the wall. <laughs> so <laughs> Whoa. yeah it was like there's a
1: uh, do you play as carlos at all or is it all jill oh
0: uh, you play as carlos uh like halfway through because uh. it's actually the weird thing is resident evil 3 is like a prequel to resident evil 2 um so as I'm
1: sa- i i i th- because jill's in the first one right mm-hmm. it's her and and chris and then the second one is is leon and uh
0: claire
1: claire yeah yeah or no maybe it's claire on the first one
0: no it, it's jill it's jill it's,
1: okay it is jill okay like, who the fuck is i don't remember who claire is claire's uh does she make,
0: chris's sister she's claire redfield
1: oh yeah that's right does she make an appearance in any other other person evils because i don't remember
0: she's the main character in code veronica and okay. she's also the main character in Revelations 2, I think. Hmm. But that's it.
1: Yeah, um, either of those I never played or, or really knew much about. I heard but...
0: they're remaking Resident Evil Code Veronica though. So
1: I think you told me about that. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Which I have no I, I don't know anything about that game. I've but, seen
0: uh... one scene from it, the original, and it looked pretty cool because it was like Claire is just backed up behind a corner and she has all these like guns trained on her and she just, like, she drops her gun because they tell her to, and then she leans down, grabs it, and shoots, like, a tank behind them, and it blows up everything. So,
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. Yeah. I Holy did, shit.
0: Yeah, so, like, and we started off talking about ghost stories, and now we're talking about stupid Resident Evil games. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's how the... That's how it works, usually. Um, but, uh... Oh, yeah, what I wanted to go back to was I was just thinking of, man, Annihilation, anytime I just think of that movie, I'm just like, man, that movie is just, I love that movie. I don't even know why, like, looking back on it, like, you know, some of the acting probably could have been better. Some of the shit could have been explained a little better, probably, Mm -hmm. but just how, like, weird and creepy and like somewhat beautiful it was is just man and like one of the coolest things that i never noticed the first couple times i saw it um that i didn't even notice until the end after uh we watch after we watched it here at our house mm-hmm. um was the part uh where uh, they're all tied up in the house and. Uh, the, the bear comes in mm-hmm. and it shows the bear's face and, you know, it's like, it's like caved in. It's skull is showing, but on the left side of its face, it's like morphed. And the, the woman that he, the bear, like, uh, killed, um, and like ripped her throat out or something like part of her face is, is inside of the, oh. the skull. Oh, really? So you can see like, yeah. So, which I never noticed at all. And then watching it again, uh, Steven mentioned something. I was like, wait, what? And then I looked at the bear. I was like, oh, fuck. And you can see her eyeball and, like, her teeth and her, like, cheekbone and stuff. It's, like, right here on the bear. And, like, it's it's so fucking cool. Like, it opens its mouth to, like it, it, like, just kind of let out, you know, some, like, bear roars and stuff. But at the same time, because they've both fused, she's, like, crying also. So the bear is, like... Crying and roaring at the same time, and it's just like holy fuck! Like that body horror shit is so cool. And that that movie uh, just impresses me. It was oh man, I love that movie. Mm -hmm. It's just it's so so good. I like I love. I like yeah. I remember Steven telling me about it, and then I went home and it was free on Amazon Prime, so I watched it. And, like, I had no idea, like, what was going on, really. But I knew that there was something special because it just had me, like, baffled. <laughs> like, I didn't know what was going on. Mm. Um. But, uh, yeah. I know it, it didn't do too well, like, in movies or um, in theaters or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's got like it's based off of a trilogy and it's got two other books to it and I don't think it's gonna see those two other books through, but yeah. I really like that movie.
0: Yeah. That's the unfortunate thing. When movies don't do well, you're most likely not mm. gonna get a sequel. Regardless Pretty of how much. much you liked it.
1: So Yeah. It's like a <laughs> have you seen um Alita Battle Angel?
0: <laughs> no, but I've heard it's really bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Here's the thing. So I went to go see that movie with Steven like uh, two years ago or something and mm-hmm. went to go see it in theaters. And I think the only reason why I went because it was, because it was Steven's birthday and he wanted to watch a movie. he's like, okay. So that movie was playing and I went to go see it and we watched it and it's so goddamn bad. <laughs> like it's fucking terrible. Everything about it. The plot doesn't make any sense. It's like a, it's really weird, the animation, just, like, it's good, but it's, it's like, hitting that uncanny valley. It's, like, this is a little, like, I don't know if it's too CGI or if it's too real. <laughs> I can't really tell what's, what's what anymore. It's kind of like um,
0: um, Ready Player One. It's, like, it looks good, but it also has an uncanny feel.
1: A little bit, yeah. I've only ever seen that movie one time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't even see the whole movie. Like, we just skipped through the to the the cool parts and that's about it let's see what i to show me uh but anyway so watching that movie for the first time like not great not great off the bat um mm-hmm. and it was just like i don't know it was just i didn't really know what was going on and um story-wise like it was mediocre and all this shit so i was like okay but then steven got his you know big special tv you know like 4k uh ultra hd or whatever and all this shit so he bought alita battle angel Mm -hmm. and watching it on that really nice tv is like oh okay like i can actually appreciate like the details and stuff that that they actually put into this movie because they despite the story being like somewhat shitty (laughs) and there are some parts that just make you like kind of (laughs) laugh, especially the end. The end is so funny. Uh, But, uh, so, um, the animation is actually really good in that movie. Like the money that they put into that movie, even though it probably bombed at the fucking box office, like, it was actually surprisingly well done, yeah. And I, I, I uh, applaud them for that because, yeah, it's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, which, I, <laughs> are you ever gonna watch the movie, or do you care about spoilers?
0: Mm, probably don't care about spoilers. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh
1: no. So here's the thing. So there's this whole love subplot with her and this dude. The thing is. The whole thing is like, you can basically, there are people in this city that can like take, if you've lost an arm or leg or something, they can take like bionic parts and fit you with these arms and these legs. And they're like super powerful and you can punch and kick and do all these different things. There's like half robot, half human people everywhere Mm -hmm. in this weird city. Anyway. So the whole thing is this dude. Finds this, he finds just a torso and a head of this woman, and he takes it home and he gives her arms and legs and a bod in a heart, pretty much, and she like comes back to life, and she uh, this is her name, um, he names her Lita after his like dead kid or something, and uh, she has like these memories that keep coming back to her because she was like in this weird robot war like eons and eons ago or something that are just like coming back to her really weird. I know, but Uh anyway, so she, and she, uh, the body that she, her head is attached to is, uh, synced up with like this ancient fighting style that no one's seen in like thousands of years that only these, uh, people knew, uh, these battle angel people knew and all this shit. Anyway, um, so she's, like, she's really powerful and she can kick ass all the time. But there's a part in the movie where she meets this guy and they, like, get along really well. And she's, like, he's, like, her boyfriend. But then it turns out that he's kind of an asshole because he is hired by this, like, secret organization or higher up people to basically kidnap and, like, steal body parts from these machine people that are like really powerful in these like death matches and things. So they have like flamethrower arms and like chainsaw hands and all this shit. And they like basically tackle them, like uh, hold them down and then like chop off their arms and then sell it on the black market or something oh for like a marked up price or something. Yeah. It's it's like pretty fucked up actually kind of mm-hmm. for like a PG 13 movie or, or whatever. So, like, there's this whole thing, and she finds out, and she's pissed off at him and all this shit, but then there's this whole love subplot, and it's stupid. <laughs> anyway, there's a part where she's in battle. She's, like, trying to save him, and he's just been... There's a dude that she's facing, and he has, like, spear hands or something, <laughs> and she he, like, stabs him in the heart or something, and this dude, her boyfriend is dying, and so she, like, kills this, this dude that just killed her boyfriend, and... Uh, she kills this dude, and she runs her boyfriend off to this dude that... To the main dude that found her in the beginning and gave her her body. Um, so basically, how it works is, like, if you can save the head and the brain, you can reattach it to a robot body, and it can, like, move around and and, and whatever. Mm-hmm. So it goes through all this shit where she's, like... She goes through all this shit to save this dude and to... <laughs> to save him and to do all these things and she takes him back to her dad pretty much and he fixes him up and he gives him a new body he's a robot now and uh so like they they uh they're talking and stuff and then he like wakes up from his coma or or he wakes up from his coma and he's like he wants to get revenge on the big people up in the sky that have like run this whole operation Mm -hmm. and so he (laughs) there's this big ship in the sky and it's got these tubes that are connecting to the city. And he, uh, he is walking up this pipe and she's like going up there to stop him because she knows that it's like a bad idea. She's like trying to stop him. <laughs> and uh, she's trying to stop him, like talk him off the ledge and all this shit. And he's like, no, no, I got, I was promised a sanctuary up in whatever the fuck. Uh, new haven or whatever the fuck it's called i don't know and then he's like he's like no i'm sorry i can't go and then as he's walking up there are these blades that start up at the top and they like spinning really fast they come down the pipe and he like tries to jump up and dodge it but it catches him like right in the middle of the stomach and he like explodes so he like he's like ripped in half and he's got one arm and he's like sliding off the rail and alita alita the main girl like she goes and she grabs his arm and it's like this real you know sappy moment it's like oh i always loved you and blah 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 and like and shit and he's like telling her like all his uh fucking um uh, regrets. He's like, "Oh, I'm sorry that I played you and all this shit." And she's like, "No, don't do it." And stuff. And then, of course, like their hands slip, and he starts falling into the scrapyard, and <laughs> she's just like, "No!" <laughs> but it's like, it's <laughs> it's it is it's supposed to be like really dramatic, and like, "Oh no, her lover died." And like, she knew him for like three days. But they're in love and all this shit, and then he dies, and it's so funny. It it makes me laugh whenever I see it because it's like he's a piece of shit. He gets saved by her dad, and then he goes and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna. I, I need to seize the opportunity because I won this thing or whatever." He's like, "This guy owes me something," and then he just fucking gets chopped in half, and then he dies. <laughs> and it's like there's no. There was no real rhyme or reason for anything. Oh <laughs> it was just God. so fucking funny. The, the, just the oh fact man. that
0: he dies right after he gets
1: <laughs> <replaced>. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. He gets this cool like green armored suit. He's like just like her, even though she's like a space warrior and he's just like some stupid punk ass- asshole. But like he's literally been saved. And then he decides to go up and get what's his, and he just fucking dies again. It's so funny. Uh, and then, like, so the thing is, um, one of the ways that you can go up and see these people is you had to win at a match of this thing called, like, Death Ball. And it's like this rollerblading derby where you had to, like, carry a ball all the way across the line and you win or something um and like everyone has like weapons and they can like punch and flamethrower and saw and whatever so the whole thing after that is that she enters in this tournament again and she's like on her way to win this match so that she can go up to the ship in the sky and like kill the dude that killed her boyfriend or something really oh god sorry really (laughs) fucking dumb uh but I know I just went on like a 10 minute tangent on that whole thing, <laughs> but it's so funny. And if you can find the last like 10 minutes of that movie, it's really funny. Oh. Um. Uh, But yeah, that's why I t- <laughs> tangent on Alita originally. Yeah. It looks good on 4k. Uh, if you watch it, mm-hmm. uh, animation is good and stuff, but it's just a really silly movie when it comes down to it. Um, it
0: sounds like if cyberpunk was made for kids <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: it is uh man yeah they I yeah i don't know like it's also based off a of manga i think oh really uh, i'm pretty sure so uh with a yeah i don't know with a book like you know, any other adaptation, I guess are like, you know what, like main plot points or what main sources and areas to focus on in the movie adaptation. Mm-hmm. But I guess it was like, you know, I don't know how many volumes or whatever it has, but as a manga, like it's got to have quite a few that everything kind of changes and stuff. So I wonder like, I don't know. That's funny. And also the, oh, the acting, the acting wasn't super great. Oh. <laughs> so it's just like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you
0: it's... don't turn manga into a movie. You turn it into shows, because it works better as, like, a show kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Uh, actually, Steven was watching um, – he started watching uh, One Punch Man. Oh, really? And Yeah, and, like, I was watching a little bit. And it looks kind of cool, but apparently the first season is, like, really good, like, really heavily recommended, and then the second season – they lost, like, their entire budget somehow or something. <laughs> so, like, the second season is su- supposedly supposed to look, like, a lot worse than the first. Mm-hmm. At least that's what Steven said. And uh, I could never find, like, actual footage of the second season and how it looks. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Oh, but uh, I was trying to actually get into more anime. Yeah, um, I
0: really do want to start watching anime.
1: <laughs> yeah, like... Uh, so I, w- I was looking through Crunchyroll and like Crunchyroll, C- Crunchyroll has everything. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and like it has like a bunch of like old shows that I remember you watching on Adult Swim like years and years ago. Um, but the only thing is like it it's all uh, the sub. Like oh, yeah. I like the dub more. I, I always like like I, I had no problem with, you know. Japanese speaking and stuff, but I just, I, I, I don't know. I like now that I'm older. I don't really like reading subtitles and stuff, oh, so yeah. I'd rather just get uh, uh, everything. You know, I want to hear English that I know how to speak yeah, and hear. That was like and listen to the
0: most depressing thing because I love the Pokemon animes as as bad as they may be in some cases. They're still. It's kind of like watching Yu-Gi-Oh. It's like it's bad, it's made for kids, but it's also kind of entertaining.
1: Yeah. Uh yeah.
0: and it's on Netflix or a few of them are. The sad thing is they like have the first season and then they stop making it because they don't have any more of the dub. So they just All right. that's it. And I I just, it always leaves me on a cliffhanger at the end of the season and I get so depressed cuz I can't finish the anime. <laughs> so <laughs> I've been thinking about getting Crunchyroll just so I can watch. View. I never even finished an Indigo League, like the original Pokemon anime. Oh,
1: from like 1998 or some shit. Yeah, I've never, finished yeah I, I've never, I've never actually watched any of those. Um, but it's uh, it's funny because <laughs> uh, Matt Pat actually goes into a game theory um, or a, a yeah, I think it's a game theory or film theory. One of the two, and it's basically talking about Ash's age. Oh, yeah. Because, like, he keeps, you know, he keeps restarting leagues. And he's like, I'm a new adventurer <laughs> 13 years later and all this shit. But he's, like, the exact same age and, like, pretty much the same voice actress and all this shit. And uh, so I think he said at the end of it, um, following all the seasons and stuff, like, up to its newest, most recent uh show that's out right now he's like 28 or something like that And they also, but he's like a 12 year 10 year old boy or something
0: yeah, like because it'd be kind of weird to see like a 25 year old walking around <laughs> with, like 12 year old <laughs> kids. yeah
1: but like brock isn't is brock older than misty and ash because he always he always seemed older to me even though he's like a complete dumbass he always seemed older in in my eyes but uh, uh maybe not i don't maybe they're all about the same um
0: how old it, he's 15 so not that much older. brock people. is 15 yeah. wow and my favorite <laughs> the stupidest thing i've ever heard come out of brock's mouth ever but it's also my favorite
1: the, oh well. is it the is it the frying pan it's the frying pan <laughs> It's my favorite, too. (laughs) I'll turn this frying pan into a drying pan.
0: (laughs) Oh, that reminds me. (laughs) So, you know Dora, the Explorer, right?
1: Uh
0: Well, there was a time when we were in the kitchen and uh, Dora was on in the living room. And I think Christian was making something. And you just start laughing next to the sink for some reason. And we all wonder what you're laughing at. And you go, so I was just watching Dora. And she said, hmm, I wonder what we should use to drain this well. A bucket or shoes. <laughs> 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 oh, dude. kids' shows are so dumb, but I love them dearly.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Oh. Jeez. Oh oh yeah i think i think the last like actual kid show that i tried watching was uh teen titans go on cartoon network like you went there i don't know yeah Yeah. i remember watching it i was like this isn't too bad Mm -hmm. uh but (laughs) it's not great either i never finished i i never finished the original one Mm -hmm. um uh, and I, I have like no idea cause I know there's like this whole, did you ever watch any of the original sea titans?
0: Nah, I don't think so. I watched a little bit of the newer one, but that's it.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. No, the, the older one is actually really cool. Like they all had like their own weird backstories and they were all like, you know, they're teenagers, but they're all like dealing with their own shit. Mm-hmm. And uh is actually like somewhat deep <laughs> for like a kid's show. Um
0: That's always the thing with kids' shows though. There's always that like terrifying moment or something that just freaks kids out for some reason. Or like it's like really adult stuff in kids' shows.
1: Oh yeah. Like Oh yeah, there there are tons of innuendos and like little really adult things. Like even <laughs> Even uh T Titans Go, I've never seen the episode of where it comes from, but uh, there's a part where uh, is his name Cyborg? Is that just his name? Is that it? I think it's a, just the... It sounds right, half- but
0: it also sounds wrong, but I think you're right.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I think it's just Cyborg. Um, I'm curious. But uh, in T Titans Go, there's, there's just a still that I've seen of... They're, uh, for some reason, they're looking at Raven's legs, and she has like really nice legs for some reason. And she, like, wears this, she wears this, like, leotard thing that's like it shows half of her bare leg, and then the other half is covered in cloth. Oh, yeah. But, like, they're looking at, they're like him and Beast Boy are looking at her bare, bare leg, and their, like, jaws are dropped, like, oh shit, she's like, she's got a hot leg. But then, uh, <laughs> but then off to the side, um, Cyborg has uh, He has a piece of He has a, like a giant T-bone steak And he's punching it And it's supposed to be like beating his meat <laughs> Oh my god <laughs> It's like alright Alright Cartoon Network All right, you have yeah, that one.
0: I, I see you Oh my god that, <laughs> it's like, yeah. There's always this um I think I saw a meme, it was like, uh, I don't remember what it was. It was some old Justice League cartoon, and it was like, it was Wonder Woman talking to the Flash, and uh, what was it? If you have any other stories, go ahead and tell them, because it's going to take me a bit to find it.
1: Mm. Uh, The only thing I can think of is like, I don't know, all these different little things, like adult jokes that are in kids shows that you don't really realize when you're a kid, Mm -hmm. when you get older, it's like, Oh, I got it. Like, uh, I remember (laughs) one of the most recent ones in the last few years that I can remember was, um, there's a part, it's a SpongeBob episode. And I think it's when they first meet the flying Dutchman and they're like climbing the, the rope to get up to the ship and, and SpongeBob looks up and he goes, ship, and and Patrick looks at him. He's like, drop how long are you gonna live in your little fantasy land?" And I remember, I remember, I saw that in like a Reddit post or something, like it just like a a text, and it just had those quotes and like the stills from it. And someone just went like, "Oh my god!" And I I al- I always thought like Kristen and I always thought that it was. Um, it, uh it was because there's like a ship underwater and of Mm -hmm. course the ship can't be underwater you know something stupid for the kids you know that kind of thing but apparently so you know what shipping is in uh culture right where you like you ship two people in a show Uh, or something so when patrick says ship it's implying that, like, the ship between him and Spongebob as, like, mates or something. Oh. And then, so that's why he's like, ship! Spongebob yells, ship! And then Patrick looks at him, he's like, how long are you going to be in your little fantasy world? Uh, oh. Implying, like, how long do you think, or, like, uh, why do you keep bringing up that we'll be together? Or some kind of shit like oh, that. Oh my god. So, <laughs> so it just, like, ruins a little bit of uh, your... Uh, Childhood innocence, but it was
0: it was another thing too. Like, I remember watching a lot of Good Mythical Morning when I was younger, and then I recently started watching their older stuff again, and I was like, "Oh, that's what that meant. (laughs) That's why they all started laughing."
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. It's surprising how much more like adult they've gotten. Oh yeah. Um, just like I don't know the the jokes that they make and. And things that they say and shit like that is like a lot more adult. Um, oh, and
0: uh, I found it. Okay, so it's Wonder Woman and the Flash in an old Justice League cartoon, and mm-hmm. uh, Flash goes, "Man, I'm the fastest man alive!" And then uh, Wonder Woman just goes, "No wonder you can't get any dates." And like all oh. kids are just like, "Oh, it's so funny." <laughs> And adults are like oh that's so funny <laughs> yeah
1: it's like stuff uh, like that
0: they always sneak something in there what? <laughs> one of my favorite
1: oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> one of my favorite things is uh <laughs> uh i think it's a justice league uh po- uh still or something but i, I think it's it's like Wonder Woman or or someone, some I think it's Wonder Woman, and she's like uh trapped or something. And there's this dude that had there's this black guy, this black superhero or villain that has like lightning powers or something, and so she she she. Literally- <laughs> She looks at him and she's like, I can handle a little bit of lightning. And he's like, You've never handled black lightning. And then he shocks her and she like gives this like crazy scream and her eyes like roll back in her head. Like she's just been fucked and taken like the biggest cock. (laughs) It's just. Oh, oh, it's so funny. Oh, that Uh. is
0: incredible.
1: Yeah, I, I I always love like um like random shit that comes up like things I haven't seen in a while, jokes and shit that uh I never got as a kid, but watching again, it's like oh <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah man man aging you really really realize it <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man.
0: already been going for an hour jesus
1: yeah an hour and 10 minutes almost you want to keep going
0: Uh, i don't care i have to pee
1: i'm trying to think of any other i know like uh uh like johnny bravo i don't remember watching that show too much but i remember there i've always seen like a lot of reddit posts and things that um uh they're just like littered that show is just littered with innuendos uh, back to front and um, and I, I feel like a lot of those like old cartoons like Johnny Bravo probably Dexter's Lab Powerpuff Girls definitely oh man power yeah Powerpuff Girls uh, there's this whole part where miss Bellum I think her name is the mayor's secretary she's like coming on to him or something and he's like blushing and it's just like she's like talking to him in a really sexual tone and then she does something where she like just he's holding a pencil that he needs to sharpen because he like broke it and then she like grabs his hand and they they like both insert the pencil into a like a electric Uh, pencil sharpener and he like pretty much comes in his pants (laughs) like oh man just uh god like everything about all those old shows and just like shit that just went way over your head that you can go back to and really appreciate afterwards is uh something special Something special that I don't know if, uh, regular cartoons and things like that do anymore, which I don't even know. Um, cartoons now are just like weird, you know, and like kind of creepy, (laughs) like not, they don't really go into like double entendre kind of territory, but i'm just thinking of like uh like there's like the adventures of flapjack there's gumball there's uncle grandpa there's adventure time there's chowder like all those shows they had their own weird style and their own weird comedy and like it's just something super weird about new age shows now like there's yeah, there's like not as much uh thinking jokes really, as much as it's like, oh, it's right in your face and it's just fucking weird and wild and we'll see what happens. Oh, so, yeah. oh, I
0: think I know what you're talking about. Like old cartoons having like more weird stuff.
1: Yeah, well that well yeah, old old cartoons having more like double entendre kind of jokes. Oh yeah. And really like uh um like, adult jokes that you kind of have to think about. It's like, oh, okay. Like, I get the joke here and all that shit. Mm-hmm. But I was just saying, like, now look at, like, Chowder and Gumball. Adventures of Gumball and, like, uh, Flapjack and Uncle Grandpa. And, like, all these really weird, obscure cartoons that, like, the jokes are just so out there and weird. Yeah. Um, And all over the place is, like, what is going on? Yeah.
0: It there's like it the
1: whole I'll go ahead. Uh, <laughs> like there's a whole part in uh I've never seen the episode itself but again it's like a reddit still where flapjack in the ventures flapjack he like finds a cat or something he's like isn't this kitty cute and he holds it up and it's like got like giant black eyes and like a giant gaping whole mouth with like super sharp teeth and it's just like super realistic <sighs> and creepy and uh yeah, just, like, God, they're so weird. And then I remember Uncle Grandpa, like, man, that show is so weird. Like, it never had every episode of that show was never, like, uh, oh, here's the premise of this episode. Like, they come up with this plot line, and they're seeing it through. Like, literally every second of that show was just like he'd be walking, and then his head would fall off, and they'd like roll onto a cheese grater, and they'd like grate his head onto, like some weird pasta, and then his friend uh, was Pizza Steve. Mm-hmm. He'd like eat the pasta, and then he'd like turn into a giant fish or something. Like it, the, that's that was the whole thing. Uncle Grandpa is like, is just so batshit insane that it just went everywhere oh, is like man what's going on
0: that show is it has so many funny moments like weirdly funny moments like there's mm-hmm. an episode i remember you remember mr gus right the lizard guy green lizard guy with the deep voice yeah
1: yeah yeah i do
0: well there's there's an episode where it's like it's like weird head like actual like picture of a guy and he's just making a bunch of weird faces, and it's just like burping and walking around everywhere. And they're like hiding from him because if they see him, they'll start laughing. And they're trying to stop oh, laughing, so they're hiding. <laughs> and uh, Uncle Grandpa just goes, "I have one idea. I'm gonna call Mr. Gus." And then he holds his hand out like this, and his eyes just shoot out like a laser beam, and Mr. Gus just forms on his hand and like a hologram. <laughs>
1: the fuck
0: and they start talking to him and then he just appears for some reason and it was just
1: oh, it was such a weird
0: show uh, oh.
1: uh what was the, catch- the catcher's like good morning good morning
0: is that is that what i think it was good morning
1: i think it was yeah it was good morning because i remember uh i think andrew always used to quote it all the time He's like good morning good morning yeah. oh man um such do you remember movie. mr meaty did you ever watch that show mr meaty Oh, I guess that was that was only a Christian in my time. Ooh. Oh, no. it was so weird. It was like, it was like these puppets that worked in a fast food, uh, like burger shop, but it was like you know it was like, fucking puppets, like the the vel or the the fabric puppets, like hands, and then they use the sticks to oh, yeah. to move their arms and shit, like. That's what it was. And it was just, they were just like the ugliest goddamn things you've ever seen. (laughs) And like, there's supposed to be like two teenage guys that worked at this burger restaurant, but then they get into like hijinks and shit. I don't even remember, but it was so fucking weird. Oh,
0: I have seen this before. Mr. Beatty. Yeah.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's not great.
0: That, like the name Mister Meaty reminded me of like an old creep, an old creepy pasta story. Uh, I don't remember what exactly it was, but it was just like there was like an old video game, and people would like get sucked in or whatever, and then they'd be eaten or something. It was mm. weird, but I remember it used to freak me out when I was younger. And Christian used to try to scare me with it, saying Mister Meaty <laughs> will come for you or something like that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I have no idea what that could be, but uh, apparently, um, have you ever read any of the SCPs? Mm-hmm. Apparently, I as I was listening to Criticals podcast, and they were talking about it one time, and like, I guess they're all just really shitty. <laughs> really? <laughs> like, but, like a lot, I guess a lot of the modern ones are like just really shitty, and it's hard to find like a a good one. Yeah, that, um, that makes sense. Yeah, like, I I, I can't remember all, any off the top of my head, but it's just something, like, not even, like, that creative or scary. It's just, like, oh, it's a malevolent tongue that uh, licks you to death or something, or, like, oh, you know, it's something just, like, really stupid, and it's, like, why is someone writing about this? It's not even creative or, like, cool. It's just really dumb.
0: Definitely, like, the original scps are really good like i remember one from the game it's like this book where if anyone goes in the same room as it they have to keep writing it and they'll keep like writing words on it and they keep continuing the story uh and whenever they eventually run out of ink they have to find something else in the room to use as ink so like people start gouging their own like wrists open and like using their own blood as shit and it's like that's cool yeah that was that's a really cool creepypasta and then our scp and then now it's just like big tongue do big lick you're dead <laughs> that's like mm. that's just how creepypasta or scps are written now so
1: yeah it, it's weird because like i've i've really never delved into creepypastas um because uh i've i've rewatched all of uh game theory's, uh, pet-scop theories uh pet theories um and it's like really interesting like the whole uh story and like what they've deduced and things um and now there's a new one called like crow 64 or something that's like an arg uh i think that's what it's called uh but it's like it's its own like weird creepypasta kind of thing but it's like interactive and there's all this shit that hasn't been Discovered yet? It's like it's really weird. Yeah. And um. But uh yeah, I've I've never really like read any creepy passes. Um, I... all, like oh, go ahead. The uh, even in in game theory, they're talking about um, like Ben drowned, like the Ocarina of Time cartridge or Major's mass cartridge, one of the two mm. that's like haunted or something. Um, I feel. Which i like... never I've never read that one.
0: They are yeah. the thing with creepy pastas is they're very very hit or miss like yeah. it's because like the most famous ones are probably the video game ones. Uh, you got Sonic.exe, stuff like that. and people try too hard to mimic those to a point where it's not even that creative anymore. And mm. one word that everyone hates in the creepy pasta community for some reason is the word hyperrealistic because it's like a cheap kind of creepy thing that people use. They'd be like,
1: yeah, that's not, that's not how you use your imagination. Yeah. (laughs) You're like hyper, hyper realistic Sonic. It's like, oh, so I just think of the first trailer for the (laughs) Sonic movie. And then I never want to touch this again, because that would be scarier than this whole entire creepypasta. Just thinking about the fucking terrifying, stupid fucking hedgehog. Um,
0: like that word is banned. Like,
1: it's... yeah, that's, yeah, that's weird. Hyper realistic, that would be a poor word choice for a, a creepypasta. Yeah. Or like a really any story, to be honest. Yeah. Like, you want to, that's what adjectives are for. If you put hyper realistic, it's like, oh, so I can just think of anything, you know? Yeah. But like with adjectives, you're like, oh, it was a giant green hairy mongoose with six legs and a spiked tail and it was thrashing and killing everyone so i don't know yeah but it's like there you can get a description it's like oh shit here's what's going on Mm -hmm. So, uh yeah (laughs) yeah
0: and it's also like i feel like with creepypastas based on video games you have to still be realistic i guess in a way Like, you can't just, like, if you say, like, oh, there's blood on the wall or whatever, it's, like, that's not really that realistic, because how would they have a sprite for blood in an old Mario game? It has to be, it would have to be, like, an actual thing like that. Yeah. And that always takes me out of it.
1: Like, uh... What's that SpongeBob one? It's called, like, Red Mist or something? Oh, one yeah. where like The squ- Squidward, Squidward kills himself or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, is that even a creepypasta, or is that... I remember there was, like, a... I remember there was, like, a video game around it or something, but I don't remember if there was, like, a text to it. It, it,
0: was, a, it, was, it was a creepypasta. Oh. Um, I never read it, though, but...
1: I, no, me neither.
0: Um, it was weird, though, because... The actual Spongebob cartoon, they made a reference to it.
1: I remember saying something about it, yeah. yeah. And uh,
0: it's absolutely terrifying, especially for a kid, just, like, seeing that in your Yeah, cartoon. I'm sure
1: that would be terrifying. Does it give him, like, the same red eyes and mm-hmm. all that shit? Yeah. Jesus. They,
0: they, made him, I mean, they made him more cartoony, but, like, red eyes, uh, like, dripping black from his eyes and stuff like that. So like, Jesus it's Christ, that's... Not- Kid. That's fucked. It's not like I can understand some things being like a little creepy for kids, like stuff, some of the stuff in like courage or whatever, but that's just straight uh, up a jump. Like, even the way it's portrayed in the episode is a jump scare. They really, yeah, so like they open this door, and you can find the video on YouTube. They just open this door, and it's a static on this door, and then a jumps, and then the face pops up, and it's just like plays like a one of those stereotypical like trailer horror jump scare noises and then they close the door after they scream and it's just like (laughs) fuck yeah
1: that's fine well i mean i guess it's not really like a kid show quote unquote anymore i guess like you know young, uh teens and
0: i guess that's true
1: mid-teens to like young adult kind of shit
0: still for anything that's like on nickelodeon (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: yeah, pretty much. I don't even know what else, like, what new shit Nickelodeon has. Bad. Uh, it's pretty bad. Uh, probably it's probably all this terrible, but
0: yeah, yeah. Oh man, what has God. what is what is life? Whenever we have jump scares in our SpongeBob episodes,
1: <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Man, well,
0: where else do we go with well, this?
1: I don't know, we might go about an hour and a half, maybe wrap up. Yeah. I think we got a good amount here.
0: Yeah, and this, I mean, this has proven that we can actually do a podcast with just us two. Like, there was no problem uh, bouncing off each other instead of like...
1: Yeah, oh, I, yeah. it definitely worked out really well. Um, fuck you, Christian. <laughs> fuck you.
0: could <laughs> be listening to us at work. Uh, you just be like, oh, oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. But you're welcome. <laughs> no, never mind. Uh <laughs> but uh anyway, yeah. So thank you once again for um listening and or watching this podcast. Uh we are Box Out Tribe. I am Isaac. Hi. This is Brendan. Yeah, hi. Um and <laughs> Yeah. And uh I think that's where we will close it. So thank you again. Uh this is gonna be i don't know how scheduled this will be but um we'll try to do like once a week once every two weeks something like that that. yeah once a week should be fine um and we would but yeah
0: mostly be doing them like with christian um probably on the weekends and then Mm -hmm. if we have other guests like amber or grant would be uh i don't know what their scheduling is really but
1: yeah as far as i know I think Amber should be mostly free all the time. And then Grant, I don't know what his schedule is like uh, now that he has to actually go into work physically instead of working from home now. But um, anyway, yeah. Uh, Thank you for watching and listening. And uh, we are on Spotify. If you look up uh, box out tribe, we have a YouTube channel also, which this audio and, and, uh, visual will probably go up on there also. Yeah, if you want to see um, our faces,
0: that's where we are on the Yeah! Channel. And we also... Yeah! yeah. <laughs> we also um, have a Discord server. Um, that... Oh, we should have used a Discord server for the uh, podcast, because I made a recording section. Oh, well.
1: oh that's right, yeah. Yeah. I, I thought we went to that one, but, like... I, I thought that's what you called me through.
0: Oh, no, I just called you DM. Um, oh. But
1: oh well we'll yeah. we'll do that next time yeah so oh well
0: thank you all for listening i think we also have a twitter
1: but i mean we haven't really we do we do have a twitter i have not used it like at all <laughs> not even to promote the first episode really i even fucking so i made like a promotional video uh, but it was so shitty because i didn't know what i was doing like I, <laughs> what I what i wanted to do was i i went to like the box out tribe channel on youtube and i was just gonna show you know our channel and then like my face in the little corner just kind of promoting like, Hey, I'm on a podcast with these two and you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. But I like, I couldn't figure it out. And so like what I ended up doing was figuring out like how to capture, I had to go to like some other like YouTube source that wasn't even like the usual one is like white background text and (laughs) like it was a different YouTube. I don't know. And then like, it was just really shitty. It was a really bad promotion, so maybe we'll try doing something I, with I that. I need
0: to teach you basic HitFilm. So- <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I don't even have Hilt film Like, I can't get it anymore. Oh, really? Uh, at least anytime time I've looked it up, like, actual on on HitFilm Express, it's, like, unavailable. Hmm. Um, like, the free version and stuff. Oh. And oh. then I, I fucking... I was trying out this thing called Filmora, which... Uh, critical was sponsored by and he talked about so i was like oh I'll give that a try and so i i was trying it and like i could i could put in my video and stuff and it was fine but then when i, when I to, went to export it even as a trial version it's like oh you can't do this without paying 10 bucks or whatever to that's, for a subscription it's like that's why it's superior because hit film is just like
0: <laughs> you want to edit here <laughs> basic stuff yeah plus more than basic uh, stuff
1: yeah i'll have to look it up see if i can get like the actual main thing yeah um anyway that's the podcast for this week uh i hope you guys had a fun time listening to our scary ghost stories and uh, everything else all the uh different things um go watch annihilation because that movie is really cool and at least think so it'll <laughs> probably like really confuse you but it's worth a watch just for how terrifyingly beautiful that movie is yeah, um, and watch Alita little battle angel if you want to experience like good animation but a really shitty story it's, so <laughs> it's just and I I yeah and I promise you like at least for me watching that ending scene after all of that and the dude fucking just plummets to the to the bottom is so funny uh, but yeah oh. those are my recommendations anything you got Brendan?
0: Uh, play all the Resident Evil games that, that's, where I, that's where I sit right now
1: yeah play the Resident Evil games and then stay tuned for uh, Resident Evil 8 Village yeah. so that would be really awesome but uh, yep yeah, that's where we're going to end it so hope you guys liked it and uh, we'll see you guys later good Bye. Goodbye.
0: Bye.